Hello and welcome to our Midweek in the Word podcast. I am your host, Matt Acosta. I believe we've had an intense week since last week as a nation together. And uh, I hope, though, that everybody is doing okay, are well, healthy, and are safe. Now, for our episode this morning, there is a saying that goes, what you don't know won't hurt you. Or what you don't know can't hurt you. But that's not entirely true because there are many things in this life that unless you know them, you'll likely bring harm upon yourself and to the people around you. Say for instance, let's talk about this pandemic. If, if you don't know the safety protocols, you'll likely end up contracting this COVID-19 virus upon yourself. And if you're not careful enough, you'll also likely transmit it to the people around you and the people you love. Let's say you don't know the traffic rules also, uh, for instance, and you still decide to drive it anyway, drive your car going to your work this morning. And if you don't know the traffic rules, you'll likely get into an accident and bring harm upon yourself and cause many casualties. Friends, I believe it is the same thing with our knowledge of God. Uh, Though last week we talked about the benefits of having a knowledge of God, uh, there are also, I would say, devastating consequences of not knowing Him. And although they cannot all be considered in detail in this podcast, or at least in this episode, we will mention at least three out of six most basic, of which is stated directly in the Bible. Okay, so the first one here is this, that the first danger of not knowing the Lord is the remaking of God in our own image. Remaking of God or remaking God in our own image. Now, Psalm 5021, the Bible tells us there, These things you have done and I kept silence. You thought that I was just like you. I will reprove you and state the case in order before your eyes. Now, by the way, this is the psalm of Asaph in which he announces God's charge here, decrying Israel's hypocritical living. And in this passage, you'll see there that he first rebuked the wicked for reciting God's laws and speaking of his covenant as their profession of faith while they actually hated God's instructions. This wicked people, of course, assembled with those who love the Lord, but God knew their hearts. And here in Psalm 50:21, we see Israel's mistakes here of their view of God. Now look at verse 21. He says there that you thought that I was just like you. Now Israel's sins here is in addition to what they're already guilty of is they thought of God to be their equal. They have brought God down low to their own level of perception. We see here because of the absence of the true knowledge of God, the people of Israel have formed their own opinions of God and remake God in their own image. The problem is this will always result in a deformed and degraded view of God and it will always result in God's judgment. Friends, this is the danger when we seek spirituality or religiosity in the name of God apart from His Word. Because the tendency is either our view of God is shaped by other sources that are not from God or sources that are outright in contradiction to who God is on His Word and thus we create false image of God. The Bible calls this 
idols and the worship of idols is called idolatry. Hence the 33 million gods of Hinduism, the gods of Greek mythology, which to me personally, they just seem just like us, only with superhuman abilities and strength, or even the Roman gods, which were very much shaped and limited by human perception. And if you study them further, in fact, many of them are reliant and dependent on human worship that without faith and worship of humans, these gods also lose their power. And friends, if we're not careful also, we can shape God based on our feelings and experience, which can be very subjective and often wrong. In the Talmud, it once says that we see things not as they are, but we see things as they are. In other words, how we see things is usually shaped by our presuppositions, biases, our feelings, our emotions, our perceptions. And if we are not careful, we can project these things to what we see and thus distort them in the process. Likewise with God, when we are not careful, we will likely also project upon God our own biases, our own emotions, our own feelings, our own presuppositions. That's why it's important for us to have God's Word shape our view and perception of Him. Because we may end up viewing God not as how He revealed Himself, or we would end up believing the words that God has not uttered. Which leads us to the second danger of not having the knowledge of God. Not only will we make God in our own image, as a result of that, the false view of God leads to false worship. And that's the second danger, false worship. Now in John 4.22, um, it says here that you worship what you do not know. We worship what we know for salvation is from the Jews. Now let's step back here for a moment. The scenario here is that Jesus is talking to the Samaritan woman at the well. And Jesus in this passage was about to introduce to the woman the true worship and would reveal himself as the Messiah who would make this worship possible. But prior to that, in John 4.22, what Jesus tells the Samaritan woman at Jacob's well regarding uh, herself, her people, and their religion is this, verse 22 says, you, you worship what you do not know. You worship what you do not know. Friends, idolatry occurs when we worship anything or anyone other than the living God. And in the absence of the true knowledge of God, even those who identify themselves with Christianity are subject to this error. As John Calvin rightly said, the human heart is an idol factory. And humanity makes false God in their own mind, in their own heart, when they worship the God they have made. And this is our tendency as a human being, our sinful, a sinful human being. That unless I have, we have our hearts renewed or made new, our minds renewed by the Word of God, we will likely continue to make our own God in our own image and worship these images or idols. Stephen Lawson once said, a high view of God will always lead to high worship of God. A low view of God will lead to a low worship of God. And if I may add to that, not only that a low view of God will lead to a low worship of God, 
but it may also lead to a false worship of God. The third danger of not having the knowledge of God is this, not only that we will remake God in our own image, not only it will result to false worship, but it will also result to unbelief or lack of trust. Of course, this is in contrast to what we learned last Wednesday. Um, Romans 10.14, the Bible tells us through Apostle Paul, how then can or how will they call on him in whom they have not believed? How will they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how will they hear without a preacher? Now, I want you guys to I want you guys to notice here the implication of Paul's question with regard to knowing God. Now, although of course this text applies directly to the preaching of the gospel, it has a wider application with regard to the knowledge of God. Look with me here. He says, How can one believe in the God who he does not know? Now, this applies not only to sinners' faith leading to salvation, but also to the believer's faith or trust in God that is necessary to the Christian life. That he is, Paul is applying here that without the knowledge of God, there is no faith. And in other words, more knowledge of God, there is more faith. And the, nest, the less knowledge of the Word of God, there is also less faith. So, friends, or maybe listeners this morning, I don't know what crisis you're experiencing in your life right now that's putting your faith to fire or in fire or to the test. Are you wavering? Are you trusting God more? Have you been overcome by your fears and anxiety lately by what's going on around you? Or maybe you're persevering and staying confident because you know the Lord. If you're going to ask me this morning, how can you increase your faith in such a time as this? I'd say, go to the Word. Read it. Meditate on it. Stay there in the Word and allow the Lord to speak to you, to reveal Himself to you. Don't just, don't just read it in a bite-sized manner, not just by verse alone or your favorite verses only. Begin to have a relationship with the Word. Read it systematically by book or by chapters and discover who God is and how He works in the lives of His people. As we have learned last week from Psalm 910, only those who know God's name will put their trust in Him. Now, in the next episode, we'll talk more about the three dangers, or the three more dangers of not having the knowledge of God. For the meantime, I hope that you'll stay tuned, keep safe out there, take care, and may you always be conscious of the Lord's presence in your life. God bless you, and see you next Wednesday.